I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're tuned to the Steve Donahue Show on CPL Radio, your one-stop daily source for Steve's take on the world of books. And now your host, the book critic who literally reads everything, Steve Donahue. And welcome to your Daily Penguin, our tour through my Penguin Classic collection, uh, book by book and author by author, and also Penguin Phenomenon by Penguin Phenomenon. Uh, because reprint houses like Penguin will do a number of different things. They'll try a number of different things. If they have the money, if they have the, uh, the vision... They won't just take standard canonical classics and reprint them, right? They'll, they'll reprint them, but they'll also, uh, the, the least rung of their inventiveness will be to commission a new introduction, maybe some new notes, so that there's extra value to that thing, so that it's not just the text. That's one thing that they can do. Another thing they can do is branch out, find great classics of literature that are not part of the canon, and reprint those often with a, a very discerning new introduction by an old fan, and notes. That's another thing that they do. And as we've seen in this Penguin series that we're doing, another thing that Penguin Classic tends to do is bring out volumes that uh, don't particularly have any literary standing, that, that are odd choices when it comes to a, a reprint line of literary classics. They're intentionally designed to push the envelope of what we consider literature and what literature is for. We've seen some examples of that, the foremost one being the Pen Classic Deluxe Edition of Domesday Book, a land survey that was commissioned by William the Conqueror, that is only that. It's not, it's not, there are no disquisition essays on the different pieces of land. It's just household by household, what they have, how much land, how much money, how many portable goods, that sort of thing. Just an immense survey of William's domain. 
that Penguin decided, for some inscrutable reason, to make a book. It is not possible to read Domesday Book as a book. And yet they made a book out of it anyway, and, and did not do the same thing for, for instance, the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which is episodic, it was done by innumerable hands, of the major events of any given year for a stretch of years, and although it's episodic and weird and uh, also a little bit on the inscrutable side, it can definitely be read as a book. And Penguin Classics doesn't do that, but they, did, they give us Domesday Book. And later on in the series, we're going to see, for instance, the military dispatches of General Wellington which, by anybody's estimation, do not have any literary value at all. A volume, a Penguin Classic volume of the letters of General Wellington, maybe you could say it, but his military dispatches? No, no, not at all. And today is another example of that particular kind of Penguin Classic, the kind of Penguin Classic that is, uh, is, is weird, a weird reading experience, because today is the, the journals of Captain James Cook, from 1768 all the way to his death in 1779. Uh, these are The journals were uh, basically gussied up ship's logs that he kept for the three major world voyages that he did in that time, where he advanced the, the geographical understanding of Western man enor just enormously in that time, more than anyone's ever done. Found all sorts of places, saw all sorts of sites, and recorded them all dutifully in these journals. Any of you who know any old salts, or who are maybe one yourself, will know what a lot of these journal entries read like. <laughs> they read uh, stultifyingly, boringly. The old salts like Cook had a mania for recording every last little detail of the longitude, the latitude, and the weather for every day, and that's all over the place here. Uh, little details about the, the mood of the crew, uh, little details about uh, various pieces of wildlife or natural phenomena, a beautiful sunset, a double rainbow, something like that. Those things are infa infallibly noted in these journals. Uh, but ruminations, the, the type of thing that would make them actually readable, they happen in Cook's journals, but they don't happen often. And they're, they're never particularly good. You, when you read the journals through in a book like the one that Penguin makes, uh, you will almost certainly be reminded of an example of this kind of writing done right, which is The Voyage of the Beagle by Charles Darwin. Uh, but Darwin wasn't, wasn't the commander of his vessel, right? And so he didn't have any of those other things on his mind, and Cook does. This is very much a seaman's series of journals. So there's a huge off-putting quality to reading this as a book, that doesn't apply to the other kinds of projects that Penguin does. And you just have to brace yourself for that ahead of time. And, and it, it, it uh, also suffers, if you want to use the word suffers, it also suffers from the fact that Cook was not able to revise these into the kind of narrative that I'm talking about because he was, he was killed, famously. He was killed, by, went ashore and was murdered by natives. Uh, so he never got a chance. He did write a book two years before his death. He wrote a book about his travels that is really good. And that, as far as I know, is not a Penguin classic. So that's a little on the mysterious side. Because he did what, what Penguin, I suppose, wants to do when they introduced James Cook to the Penguin classic line. James Cook actually did that. He actually wrote a book that they could go and find and reprint and annotate. Uh, they didn't do that. Instead, they chose to do the journals. And the journals do have a kind of fascination because these are direct observations from a man who was seeing brave new worlds. 
He was as close as the human race has ever come to an interstellar voyager. Uh, and that does lend an era of fascination to his observations at the moment. Uh, and this volume is helped along a lot by the fact that one of the editors, uh, uh, one of the curators of these things, is a man called J.C. Beaglehole. This volume is edited by Philip Edwards, uh, who I believe also does the introduction. Uh, but the, uh, the manuscripts that he's working with, the original stuff that he drew all these journals from, were worked up and analyzed and then presented by a man named J.C. Beaglehole, who is uh, Captain Cook's great biographer. He wrote a book called The Life of Captain James Cook. Uh, an absolutely enormous thing. This was 800 pages long. Uh, just incredible soup-to-nuts, old-style biography of Captain Cook that is the final word on the subject. People have There have been a couple of Cook biographies after this, but nothing compares to this kind of clearly meant-to-be-definitive biography, uh, which definitely serves as a Penguin-adjacent recommendation. Beaglehole's Life of Captain James Cook is not still in print, as far as I know, but it can be found uh, in used various used venues, and it is well worth your time. As a massive biography, even if you're not interested in the sea or in Captain Cook or in the various political maneuvers on land that allowed him to advance his career and be presented to the king. Uh, you're still going to love Beaglehole's book. It's, it's just that good. Uh, and you will also love the journals, provided you go into them ready for what the modern reader in the 21st century, especially a landlubber, will consider to be dead prose, dead stuff, stuff that has no interaction with the reader. There's a lot of that in the journals of James Cook, so you just have to be ready for that if you're going to do it. But I'm glad that it's in the Penguin Classic line. Uh, these things are... It's valuable to see. It's valuable... I'm sure it's a valuable adjunct to studying Cook in school. I have no idea what the future of those studies is. I'm sure that Cook is considered a villain in the 21st century, a colonial oppressor, uh, a raper of the, of the undiscovered, pristine world. I'm sure that he's considered all of those things. I'm sure that that in among the tiny handful of college undergraduates in 2020 who even know who he is, I'm sure that a cheer goes up when mention is made of the fact that he is head bashed in by the, the, the indigenous inhabitants of one of the places that he visited. Uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> uh, this book is probably invaluable for classes on that, that kind of subject. And uh, if you are familiar with uh, messing about in boats, you're really going to enjoy it. <laughs> you're really, really going to enjoy it because... Cook was one of the greatest navigators in the history of the world, one of the greatest uh, sailors in the history of the world. So, well worth your time, not exactly the kind of Penguin Classic recommendation that I usually make. That I would reserve for Beaglehole's biography of Cook, which is actually an absorbing reading experience. Uh, but who knows, when we're talking about absorbing reading experiences, maybe we'll be on to one of those again tomorrow. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, we'll reconvene then and find out. <laughs> Thank you. The Steve Donahue Show is a production of CPL Radio, a service of the Cedarburg Public Library located in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.